Okay, my name is Kai, and and what do we say about ourselves? Okay, like one fun fact. Okay. Okay, I'm a Malaysian. Fun Dude, fact. What the hell? Oh my god! All right, all right. From. Woman go first, ah. Me. Yeah, you right. Huh? I thought it's the young one go first. No, no, no. Old man same. Oh, when we eat when we eat the rice, right? And we eat our meal. The, okay, I, I okay. Enough, enough. <laughs> I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. Alright. Uh yeah, so my name is Ji Xiang, you can just call me JX. And then uh one fun fact is that uh, I'm a Singaporean, I guess. Yeah. So fun. But uh, um, on to the Korean boy now. So if being a Singaporean is an interesting fact, so uh, another interesting fact would be that um, I'm a Korean that grew up in Singapore. Uh, my name is Daniel, and yeah, that's it. <laughs> so 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 are you you you? Identify more as a Singaporean or as a Korean? Uh, Korea is still my first home, but Singapore is my second home. Oh. Politically <laughs> correct. All right. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. Comes to the introduction of our podcast. It's called the Common Room Podcast. What's it Common Room? Would you mind explaining for the audience? I think we're just discussing stuff that is common. Or common stuff about everyone or that everyone shares. Mm, okay. The second reason is because we get drunk in common rooms. We used to get drunk in common rooms. <laughs> okay, like like in university or Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, okay. this I'm still in uni, so yay. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, okay. thanks, 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 host. I feel appreciated. I feel the excitement also. Who's eating? Me. Oh, what are you eating? Because I never eat dinner. Oh, hiya. Poor university oh. student, no money. Please donate, please. Donate. Only got a car. <laughs> yeah. Second hand car. Second hand car. Getting the priorities right as a university student. Second hand car. You have car, you get girls. Second hand uh, car. You can get a second hand girl. What the fuck? Oh, what's... Okay. <laughs> okay, so what's the first episode's topic, Miss Kai? I think Jax want to talk about retirement. No, no. Okay, so, yeah. Our topic will be, what's the retirement... Um, Talking about retirement at your late 20s. Okay, like, uh, just a bit of context, right? Because uh, I was talking to Kai about one of my friends that... Actually, I, I don't know if I told you, Kai, but yeah, I have a friend that's like 29 or 30 years old. And then recently, he told me that he already has about a million dollars in net assets. Uh, and he's ready. He feels like he can semi-retire. And then uh, I just linked, linked it to a broader topic that maybe the young people nowadays um, frequently talk about, which is like this, uh, they call it the FIRE movement, F-I-R-E. So financial independence and 
retire early. Yeah, so that's what the FIRE movement stands for. Hashtag FIRE movement. Hashtag FIRE. So I think like what Jixiang mentioned is about the fact that your friend has a million dollar plus asset, right? More than a yeah. million dollar worth of asset. So I think about, about million, yeah. I think for middle class or lower income families, you know, where I come from, I think those stories are like a fantasy for us. Uh. So um, I'm, I don't know what world you live in, Jixiang, but that's just not possible for us. <laughs> You can't say impossible, but it's how you gonna reach there by 20, oh no, 30. I don't know, I just don't see how middle or lower income families can Are you sure that, that guy, that friend, he never mentioned he's in what class? But um, it's Qixiang's friend, so... Uh, okay. Okay, so... <laughs> <Yes>. so <laughs> you, you, Please continue, please continue. I, I don't think that uh, people would know what you're trying to say. So please elaborate. Yeah. So, fun fact is that Jixiang is a very rich guy in Singapore. <laughs> rich I, would say, I, would, I would say top 1%. The so empire. If you, if, you, if you have watched Crazy, <clears throat> Crazy Rich Asian, I think Jixiang is around the standard. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, so that's just that's just a fantasy of Daniel. So oh, okay. Yes. No, um, my friend, he is, I don't know, he, okay, so he's from Indonesia, and his parents like does business back in Indonesia. Yeah. He's quite rich, but the yeah. thing is that he, his parents, do not give him as much resources, though. So he. Um, he is but, independent. Okay, so Fine. okay, so he ever told me before, right? Uh, when he was eighteen years old or nineteen years old, his dad just said that, like, okay, um, his dad wanted to teach him uh, the concept of money and then how do you like manage your own money. So his dad told him, okay, here's like ten k for you. Wow. Um, okay, like his dad just sort of like loaned him ten k and then said that. Uh, you can do whatever you want with it. Uh, at the end of two years, whatever profit you make, you can keep. But I just want back my 10k. Yeah. So it was a way for his dad to teach him about money management. And then he got started investing at a very young age, like 18 or so, 19. And then, so he invests in Bitcoin. Yeah, he invested in Bitcoin then, but that wasn't the only thing he invested in. Uh, I think over the years he kind of invested in a lot of a lot more other things, and yeah, I guess that's how he slowly built up his wealth. Uh, subsequently, when he got his first job, it was quite a high starting pay as well. So it, like okay, just for context, his starting pay was around ten to eleven k per month. SG dollar. Yeah, Singapore dollars. Correct. Whoa. Okay. So, okay, this is yeah. 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 Mm. so this is so, exactly my point, Jixiang. It's the difference, the fundamental difference between the classes that his dad could give give um give give your friend 10k to teach him concept of money. 
But whereas <laughs> my parents will give me ten dollars, and then I have to spend that ten dollars wisely. Exactly. To learn about the concept of money, so the class difference is just too much, Jisang. <laughs> okay, but like, okay, I understand that you know. I'm not saying that everybody... being wealthy is a crime. Okay, I'm not saying that being. No, no, I, I, I know. I, I understand that everybody's situation is different. Yeah. But then, uh, what I'm trying to say is that I think there's a growing, uh, there's a growing one of from people to you know. Being to be able to achieve like their financial independence as early as possible, lah. So, I think I think regardless of which social class you come from, like even when I talk to my friends, you know, like the idea of uh, not being stuck in the red race once you start working. Uh, I think a lot of people desire that, lah. And what is synonymous with that is to gain the financial independence and. Probably mm, retire early. I think retire. The concept of retirement is different for everybody. But let's, in in my opinion, when I say retire early, I I just mean like escaping the red race. So, okay, yeah, that's what I mean. And then, do you? What I'm trying to say is that do you have this desire? I think that most people have this desire. Young people, yeah. Kai, what do you think? <laughs> For me, I never think about anything further than ten years. I'm not sure. So like, I don't really plan a lot ahead. So I never thought about retirement. Also, I think the concept of retirement also, uh, depends on whether you have partner or not. Right? Is your friend single or partner or married? Oh well, he's he's single lah. That's why he does not have like a lot of liabilities. So. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Right. So um, it's very hard to predict what's happening in the next ten years. So I'm not sure how my retirement plan will change if I think about that that early. So I just stop thinking about it. No. Leave. In the moment, you know. Okay, okay, but like um, I mean, how do, okay? How do I phrase this? So, do you have any desire to want to break out of like what you are currently doing? Okay, let's say. Okay, let's say right. Uh, if tomorrow I I give you like one million dollar, and then I told you that. Yeah, you you can just quit your job. You can do anything you want. What will you do? Have you ever thought about that? If you have, if money is not a concern for you. Um. <laughs> I don't know. Cause like, I probably doing more on the like arts part instead of just. Doing just for the money, you. Know? So you enjoy your job now because it it probably involves a bit of. Uh... Okay, I will quit my job, but then I will do other stuff, like uh, starting my own business, maybe. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I'll probably quit the job because I don't want to 
have a boss to report to. <laughs> okay, you see, yeah. you see, that's the that's the what I'm trying to get at. Uh, I think a lot of people, uh, young people, they they don't like to have this kind of uh, what do you call it, like being tied down by a nine to five, and then having certain you know corporate responsibilities i guess they find it uh, quite that's not but something one they, they want in their life right? but if you quit your job uh quit your nine to five job right and start your own business you'll be working 24 7 then because for me i have like a tiny little side business i'm working 24 7 for that one but i won't I won't be feeling tired about that lah. Just um, it's different kind of working style or approach to work. Because now it's entirely your responsibility, lah. Your own business. Yeah. So All right. yeah. Mm. It's like um, how much effort you you are putting in, then you get what you want, lah. But then your boss, you never know, because you give ten hundred percent effort. She will still think you are not enough. You're not giving enough. I don't know. The the main difference is that um when you're doing your own stuff, you're accountable to you you yourself. Lah. But if you are in a job, then your boss will hold you you're accountable to your boss. And your boss might have unrealistic expectations of you, depending on like yeah. what you know their boss require of them as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Mm-hmm. Okay, so Daniel? As in, as in for me, like, I'm still a uni- university student who has yet to kickstart my <laughs> career. Really... So to talk about retirement is quite funny, lah, but I'll, I'll, I mean, like... That's why this is about, like, talking retirement in your early 20s. So, so after 10 years, right, then we listen to the podcast and then we we have different thoughts of of course, right? So this is uh, supposed to be a meaningful podcast that is not only um, interesting but also like got meaning. Lah. So I mean like in Korea, right, we always talk about the fourth industrial revolution but it's not really used widely in English lah, but what it just means is like how um basically the modern technology is taking over like all aspects of life basically that's why the so-called the universal income the, the concept of universal basic income is being introduced around the world so like i mean like who yeah. likes to work to be honest it's not in human nature to work technology is supposed to make our lives easier i agree with that so I mean, if you talk about desire, as Jishan was mentioning, yes, everyone's to desire to retire early, but it is realistically out of hand. Nah. I mean, for example, if you are not not me, lah, but if you are someone that has taken a student loan out, you start your career with debt in your under your name. In no matter in this in this capitalist system, I don't see how it is possible. To get out of debt and be financially comfortable to even start thinking about retirement unless you win a lottery or you invest in bitcoin ah. <laughs> <laughs> at, 
five years yeah. old. <laughs> no, I think um, what's your concept of retirement actually? Because retirement is you really don't have to work for a cent, right? <clears throat> you just I, 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 spending on your saving. I think retirement is quite. I'm not sure why Jisang would say that the concept of retirement is different because I think in terms of the dictionary wise, like it just means you're no longer active. You're not you're no longer actively working. I think that's just simply the fact. Yeah. yeah. That's why I didn't really think of uh retirement early because I want to continue working. Uh, even yeah. if it's not really um earning a lot of money but still working. I think if I can, I would like to retire in my late 40s, if I can. But I don't think I'll retire at late 20s. That's too early. So what do you do after retire? Like you just... If I have, if have, I have a, a family, probably travel travel the world in my family. But uh, okay. I think, oh, I think yeah. that's what I would do. Because you know, what, what to do, just see the world. Ho- hopefully COVID is over by then. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> to me, I picture retirement is you literally don't have yeah, to do anything. I agree. Right? Or you'll be in an old fox home. Yep. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's a very tra- traditional like, concept of retirement. But my personal opinion is that this idea of retirement is getting less and less relevant now. In, in as as we progress through time. I think I read a report somewhere that says like actually uh I think starting like moving forward, the idea of you not having to work at all when you retire is much less it's really it's getting less and less relevant now. It's more likely that you would still be working probably not as hard as in your twenties or thirties. As then, then, then yeah. that's just reducing your workload, not really retirement, isn't it? Yes, that's yeah. what I say. I say, I... what's the concept of retirement? To that's why I, I, that was my first question as well. Like, what's the concept of retirement? Because to me, but... reti- retirement is not like what you guys have defined. You know, that's not what retirement means to me. I do not want to be at a point at any time in my life not doing anything. I rather just die. To, to be honest, I, I'm serious. I'm no, serious. You, like, why would I want to just sit around? No, yeah. you could be. No, you you wouldn't be not doing anything. You could be, um, yum cha at the coffee team. But what's not... the point, right? Like, if you are just doing, like, you you are just. No, you're just talking to your friends, and then you go back home. You play with your grandchildren, and then, uh, you could be gardening, or go fishing. You just. Don't have to do anything that you can earn money from. I think okay. what Jisang, I think what you're trying to say is more of the concept of financial and independence. It's something. It's not. It's not that the concept of retirement is changing, but rather there's a new, totally a new thing that's happening called pre-retirement. I guess what you're trying to say. That's not really pre-retirement. Yeah, just pre-retirement. They combine the word. They it's called pre-retirement. Oh, yeah. Is that is that like an urban dictionary? No, no, no. Um, I'm serious. I'm serious. I have. Is is, is that urban dictionary? You know, I'm just gonna find it out now. Pre-retirement. I'm not. I'm being serious. It's not the urban dictionary thing. It's an actual 
terminology. Pre-retirement. Yeah, pre-retirement. Oh, yeah, correct. Position yeah, between see? traditional states of employment and retirement. So, yeah. retirement itself has not really changed. It's just a new concept has emerged. Yeah. So, I don't think... I think retirement is... Dictionary speaking-wise, it's very clear-cut. It just means you are no longer actively working. And then now there's a new concept that comes up that says, okay, so we may not necessarily retire, but we do pre-retirement instead. So it's not, I don't think it's retirement that's changing, but something that's new that's trendy now. Pre-retirement. Yeah, I, I guess that's what I'm referring to. Yeah, so, yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah, so I think retirement yeah. is still the same, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Retirement is, you're not really earning yeah. anything, but you're just spending what you... You've earned... Or unless like, what you say, like, semi-retire. Like, semi-retire, I can understand. Semi-retire. Yeah. Semi, semi, yeah. yeah. mm-hmm. Okay, so our topic doesn't work already, right? <laughs> so we're not talking retirement at all. We, well, we can, we can Just... focus on the financial independence aspect. Oh. <laughs> we can still talk about retirement. So where do you see yourself when you retire? Like... Are you still in Singapore or will you be moving to another country for your retirement? Well, you know, I, 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 if, if we are following that definition of retirement, I don't really see myself retiring like, throughout my life, to be honest. Huh? But you have to retire at the age of 65, isn't it? You have to. You get fired. Like, like you, that's assuming I work a corporate job. Yeah, but... Sooner or later, your brain will malfunction and you can't be working. <laughs> no, I, I feel like for me, I guess I have a different, uh, like I, I have a different outlook. I, I guess um, for me, I hope to have a social enterprise, probably at, like start building it in my late forties or something. So I hope to be Can able you hire to me? be conscious. Sorry, Can you social hire enterprise. Me? Eh? I I guess you'll be much more successful doing something else. At like in twenty years. Please time. hire me. Please hire me. Why yeah, you, 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 so be, uh, you can be uh, you can donate to my social enterprise, and I'll, I'll hire you as a volunteer. Yeah, no problem with that. Yeah. Can I become COO? Sure, sure, sure. Uh, as long as you have things to contribute, you're willing to f- contribute and volunteer your time. I'm very happy. Not volunteer. I get paid for it. <laughs> Min- minimal la, social enterprise work. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, of course, of course. So I, I, I think like for me, I want to, no matter how old, I still want to be able to contribute back yeah, to that thing that I'm building. La. But what kind of social mm. enterprise are you envisioning mm. at this moment? Social enterprise. I mean, something more geared towards helping um, disadvantaged children uh, from those lower social economic class mm. yeah yeah because like currently i also like volunteer at uh what do you call it uh? is it a home okay but basically it's under the salvation army so the kids the kids that are there they are they come from problematic backgrounds uh. for example maybe their parents are going through a divorce or there's like home abuse cases and then the kids are being sent there uh, uh, yeah, so I witnessed a lot of these cases. Mm. Mm. Noblesse of large. So, so you are you are 
volunteering means what so I, do you do with it? I work with them like a mentor. Um, uh, they are typically, okay, so like for the kids I work with, they're usually primary school or like primary six, for example, the one I'm currently working with. Um, so I mentor them in academics as well as um, just general life. Like if it's like befriender, yeah, wow. it's like befriender, like basically like sometimes they just need someone to open up to and then you just try to talk to them uh, and then uh, just be more concerned and involved in their life. Yeah. Wow. Can I digress a bit? Yeah, sure. Jishang, then do you think okay, Singapore is um, advocates meritocracy in the system, right? In the education system. Yes. Do you think there's a flaw in meritocracy because the less fortunate, the less privileged have less access to, you know, have access to a less variety of you know support system whereas the richer we have you know like private tuition you know private teachers and all that but the less fortunate will not have those so do you think there's a flaw in meritocracy promotes an individual based on his or her own marriage yep but those merits in today's world is, is at least in the education system is shown by your marks right so if you get a good PSLE score you go to a good secondary school you do well in all levels you go to good JC, you get a good A-level result, you go to good university, and then so on and so forth. So you are saying, okay, wait, so so you are saying that, you're asking me, like, the emergence of, uh, let's say, hmm, a group of students that are, or a group of students coming from certain backgrounds that are more helpless is the effect of meritocracy. And therefore, not, it's a flaw of No, no, I'm not, I'm not saying there's a flaw. I'm asking you, what do you think? You can ask me if there's a flaw. You say, is it a flaw? Yeah, you say that. Is there a flaw? I'm asking you. So, yeah, that's what... Okay, I'm trying to understand your question. So, it's like... you're saying. Okay, so my question is basically... So, yeah, meritocracy means basically, like I said, you do well in PSLE, you go to good secondary school, you do well in secondary school, you go to good O-level and so on, right? That's what I said. Okay. And my point is, because of the financial class divide, the richer will always have uh, access to more variety of support system, be it the private tuition or what whatsoever, right? So I'm asking you, do you think there's a flaw in the education system of Singapore that advocates meritocracy? Advocate? Is there a flaw? Yeah, so you are asking if, if like... Is it like a... Is it because like a of vicious the... Cycle. Yeah, is it's it like a because... Vicious cycle. Yeah, is it because of the current system that's in place that tracks some people in in like a poverty cycle or like yeah, vicious? Yeah, it's, it's a vicious cycle, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Okay, you think there's okay. a flaw? I do because not the poorer, think... Because the, the poorer will always have... The poorer will always be disadvantaged. No, I don't... Yeah. I do not... I do not think that there's a flaw in okay. the system. Okay. Yeah, because... Um, I think you're yeah you are definitely right to say that the current system inherently disadvantage those that do not have as much really. As of, yeah, I I agree with you completely on that, but I feel that um 
it is only contributing maybe I don't know, like a, a, it's only one factor out of many factors that's contributing to this problem. Because I have like, I have talked to not just the kids, uh, maybe even the parents that, or like just generally people that come from um, lower socioeconomic classes in society. Sometimes it's a mindset that they have this, that's really hard to change. Mm -hmm. Um because they see things a bit differently, their experiences are very different. A lot of times, like, for example, you want to lend a helping hand to someone that's within that area, within like that social economic class, but it's very hard to do so like, because they don't see it as you are trying to help them, you know what I mean? Uh, they see things very differently from how you do. Yeah, um, it's, uh, so what I'm trying to say that like you wanting to help them, right? It has to go both ways. Like they must be willing to accept your help. They must be able to see that, okay, like uh, this is an opportunity for me to uh, to get out of my, what my current circumstance is. Uh, but a lot of times, um, their help is not being reciprocated. Yeah. So it's, it's not so simple. I think it's, you can't just say that it's just because it's, it's, it's a consequence of the current education system. But yes, I do agree that the current system naturally disadvantage certain group of people. Yeah. Hmm. No, because I'm just asking this, not because I think there's a problem itself, but rather because I also have similar experience with you in the sense that I go, I went through the Singapore education system, right? Yeah. So I always had this, not a complaint, not, not just looking back, I just find it too elitist in the sense that I don't think there's a correct or wrong way of education. Uh, that's my point. I don't think it's a right or wrong, but in a way that with like universal basic income being um, discussed around the world, um, people are, a lot of jobs are being replaced, right? So for example, like hospitality, yeah. retail, like, you know, when you go to a restaurant, you order through an, a tablet or you order through the, the device nowadays. So mm -hmm. people are losing jobs around the globe so i just find yeah. it i'm just was thinking like because we need to interact with everyone so by being put in classes of similar academic so-called intelligence like for example like i'm not sure just whether your primary school did it but my primary school had like best class second best class third best class and then no more afterwards yeah yeah it's yeah, so uh, I, I we just, have it now. It's called streaming, right? Streaming. Yeah. 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 I remember yeah, streaming. So I I really didn't like the idea because I just felt like being put around people of similar kind really restricted my yeah. interactions. Yeah. Like it, as a, as when especially when you're young, I I feel like you should be exposed to different people from young so that when you grow up you'll be more accepting towards yeah. other people. I think this I think even in Australia like, like you know, when you face like racism and all that, just makes me wonder, is it because their lack of interaction with, you know, people of different kind yeah. when they're younger? Yeah, just just, just a question. It wasn't really anything that I want to complain. I think, I, I yeah. think, I think that's actually a very real problem, like in Singapore. Um, I, I feel that quite strongly. A lot of... Yeah, actually, I feel that very strongly, in fact. Mm. Uh, I mean, 
yeah, I do have to admit that like my upbringing was quite privileged. Like I went through, I went to quite good schools, and then mm. I went to junior college. Right? Yep. So it's one of the, it's it's like the best education track that you can have in Singapore prior to mm. uni. Yeah. Yeah, and then I went to like National University of Singapore. So, uh, I had, so. If you were to go to a less uh, privileged educational track, you'll probably go to like Polytechnic in Singapore, followed by, um, if you can't get into Polytechnic, you'll go to like Institute of Technical Education. It's called IT. IT. Yeah. yeah, and if you do interact with people that came, actually, I think if you interact with people from Poly, you still can connect with them, but if you interact with people from the Institute of Technical Education, right? Um, at least among my friends, right? They they often view them with uh bias, like mm. so. So we we wouldn't like they wouldn't want to like hang out with them. They don't even feel like they can in connect with them on like a personal level to to be to be friends, for example. Mm. I think your whole social okay. circle is really different. Also. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know and like yeah, I, I have friends that you know let's say if they know someone is dating someone that that came from like poly, right? Yep. <laughs> they have like some opinions, uh. That's how that's how bad it is, uh. hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. How the retirement thing until <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. Like, I, I think this is quite interesting, actually. This is like something that I, I did think about quite a lot. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Do you talk about this to your Singaporean friends, Daniel? Uh, I mean, like, I also went the same track as you, primary school, and I went into IP as well, IP program, integrated program, and then spent six years in uh, NJ. So, yes. So, I mean, like, I just was thinking, like, because when I compare my primary school life, to my secondary school or JC life, I just find, I mean, race is not everything. Race is not everything because okay. Singapore is so Singapore's majority. Yep. Daniel, what is MJ? National Junior College, NJC. NJC, okay. So, yeah. Singapore. Hello, I mean, Singapore. What? What? <laughs> what? I heard something weird. No, no, no. I, I didn't hear. We heard. Let's just continue, yeah? <laughs> so, stop watching some weird stuff, okay? Are you, like, scrolling Facebook or YouTube? No, no. no so, it, there like, was, like, some noise outside. Yeah. Oh, sure, okay. sure, sure, sure. So, like, for example, I mean, like, of course, there are so many different um, factors to consider, but, like, for example, Singapore's population, I'm not sure, I think I'm not updated, but is it, like, um, 80% Chinese, JX? I'll get you that statistics right now, but I I, I think <laughs> I think it's about eighty percent. Yeah. Why not sure? Uh, racial. Yeah. Okay, according to Wikipedia, it's seventy six point two percent. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so about eighty percent. Okay. So my data is still my data still up to date. Okay. Data. Yeah. As all this says, data. So yeah, it's still up to date. But anyway, so I really can't compare like that, but. For my primary school, it was really very mixed. I would have Malay friends, I would have Indian friends, I would have Chinese friends. So I could have interaction with different 
people from all different backgrounds. But when I went to NJC, right, I realized that in, I th- I'm not sure if I remember correctly, but there were about the same number of Korean students as there were Malay students in my school. Wow. Yeah. So there, there oh, are 15 oh, percent. Okay. So Singapore's population, right, about 15 percent are Malays. But in in my school, in National Junior College, I think there are about the same number of Korean students to Malay students. I'm not. So I just find it like. So you are wondering the, where all the Malays went to. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Okay, I'm not saying that. Okay, is this sensitive to include in? No, I think it's fine. Like it's a very uh open conversation. Obvious. It's a. No, it's it's completely true. We are just stating. It's true. Yeah, it's, we are just stating very objective facts. People can just you know like, you just take a look at the enrollment to NJC National Junior College. Like, come on, it's it's open. Like, what is there to hide, right? Yeah, yeah, it's true. I mean, I'm okay, not lying. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's why it's not sensitive. Though. I don't think it's sensitive. Yeah, it's the truth. It's the yeah. truth. But okay. But the way I'm trying to say is, it's not that. It just make. It's just as we go up this so-called education system. As in, I always find Singapore's education system very elitist instead of meritocratic. That's my point. Like even Chisang, when you you went to a uh, university in Singapore, when you went to uni in your classes, they are predominantly Chinese, right? Is that right? Yeah. Is it more than eighty percent? Would you say that? Would you say that? More than eighty percent, probably eighty percent, because I guess in uni it's a bit more diverse in the sense that we have international students as well. So, I mean, excluding excluding international students, just okay, having all of the Singaporeans, just out of the Singaporeans. out of the Singaporeans. Uh, yeah, about eighty percent. Oh really? So are... yeah, there's like uh quite a sizable, like. Indian, Indian students. students and then Malay, Malay, Malay students actually is less than Indian students from what I saw. I mean, of course, like depending on your academia, your discipline, I think. So, okay, about... Yeah, so we are talking about like economics major in NUS, correct? Mm. That's about that. Yeah. Yeah, so that I just find this kind of, I mean, I mean everything cannot be like proportional. Like the world is not, the world is not fair, the world is not equal. It's really hard to be a pro, like, proportional in every sense that, but I just hope that whether in the realms of education, the realms of politics even, I just hope like in a multicultural country of Singapore, I hope there will be more equal, more proportionate racial representation across all fields. Like, for example, when I speak to some Singaporean friends, they would tell me, hey, our president is Malay, what? So we have a, prop- a proper, uh, appropriate, proportionate racial representation in Singapore politics. But is that really equal representation? That's what I'm trying to say. Like having a president who is Malay, does that mean anything? Like US had a first African-American president in Barack Obama, but did it, did it really change much about the American politics itself? I don't think so. I just, you know, yeah. What do you think, Jisang? Oh, these are like- some really hard questions. <laughs> No, okay, yeah. you, okay, but but uh, I I want to give Kai an opportunity to speak as well because well she came she's a Chinese in Malaysia, mm-hmm. yep, <laughs> and given her upbringing right uh, I guess me and Kai were very similar educational backgrounds because she went to like a pure Chinese school yeah and mm-hmm. me as well like in Singapore I went to River Valley River Valley which is yeah. A Chinese school and 
I think my whole level. That is very really high in Chinese. Li Hua Zhongxue. Li Hua Zhongxue. Yeah. So like okay. in in my in one level, right? You only could probably see like one Indian or one Malay. Mm. Yeah, and that's the rare one whereby their parents decided that okay, it's better for their child to learn Mandarin, Mandarin Chinese. Yeah, so they came to our school. But yeah, Kai, what do you think about like uh, you know, having more interaction with people from different backgrounds? Um, yeah. Um. <laughs> good questions. <laughs> Because um, I think this is quite sensitive thing to talk about in Malaysia. So it's okay. You can talk. Because... You can talk about your uni quota. <laughs> As in the uni quota, I'm not very sure. Like how I know there's a quota for the Malays, and I don't think I'm knowledgeable enough to talk about this. Because I didn't try to apply any local university or. I didn't have the struggles to fight for my place in local university because all my life, uh, nobody has told me to. Oh, you should go to the local university or or anything. They just say, uh, it's better to go overseas. It's even better if you migrate to overseas. Also, I I don't know. Mm. No, it's a bit. Yeah, I guess in Malaysia, it's a bit hard to comment much. Huh? I think <laughs> maybe if you say too much, right, the police come find you. <laughs> you upload hey, Sam, are you sure you're safe? I'm, I'm Sam, safe. Are you sure you're oh, safe? Okay, okay, come. You... Uh, let, I'm, I'm gonna give a bit of my <laughs> no, opinion on this. But, yeah. Kai, you no, want to sing? I yeah. saw, I, I watched some YouTube channel, like Singapore news media in on YouTube, right, they really talk about this, like, it's common, and it's, everybody knows about this, no, but in Malaysia, it's, some people, that have this opinion, but some have really different opinions, so, I don't know, like, in Singapore, I think quite safe to talk about this, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know, I just feel, I just find, like, Singapore, like, having this PC culture of, like, being racially harmonious, har- racial harmony, right? Yeah. Where, but I always find it, always find racial harmony is something that's not achieved yet. I'm not saying that it's impossible, but I'm just saying that it's not yet achieved in Singapore because I just find it more racially tolerant of one another. Don't you think so, Chisian? Yeah, actually, that's what I wanted to say. So, uh, uh, yeah. I think, like, when we try, when we compare ourselves to what other racially diverse countries are there, mm, let, yeah. let, let's say Australia, right? Mm. Mm. Australia, you get more cases of uh, open racial discrimination. Uh, uh, am I right to say so? I guess. Yeah, I think so. I guess all of us, because like the three of us, we all studied in Australia. To some extent, we have experienced some form of uh, racial discrimination uh, because of our skin color. In Singapore, did you? you did you? I I experienced. Uh, did you? You you did right? Not sure. I think so. Oh. Uh, I guess you are pretty lucky. Not very significant, kind of. Uh, yeah, just very, that. very like minor lah. No one got bitten up, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, yet, <laughs> not yet, not yet. <laughs> not yet. I remember, I remember being caught sushi in cans. Yeah, I remember this. Oh, I remember that. 
You should have just told him, oh. I eat kimchi, not sushi. I don't think he would know lah. He was a homeless guy. I didn't want to. Mm. There was just group of it was just group of homeless homeless people. Oh, it was a group. Just didn't want trouble. Yeah, it was a group. We just run ran away. Nick and I, we went to Cairns. So in, yeah, like back to what I was saying is that in Singapore you don't really get that sort of treatment. Um, but to say that we have racial harmony, I guess harmony. I agree with Daniel. It's more of you mm, being very inclusive and you know just very comfortable to interact with not saying that we are not comfortable like i guess there's still a segregation in terms yeah. of uh your personal relationships and then your 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 circle of friends for example like within my circle of friends right my circle of friends they are all chinese okay like and if i were to ask any of them right i'm very sure that they do not have any or like they probably have one or two friends outside of their own race yeah mm. and that i think that goes to show a lot about the segregation we have in racial segregation we have like, yeah we are we, we also don't yeah I, you know like i don't really go out and then i have to think about or oh, okay, what shaza shaza has to eat hala i have to find a hala place like no I, i've never ever had to like experience that because i don't have any friends that they are muslim like, yeah I think it's very different for Malaysian because I heard people talk about uh, how they can really have different like multicultural friends like in Penang in Sabah but in KL I don't see a lot of people have like multicultural people you know so it's very different sorry from different places if in KL I don't a lot of racial issues thing but then from Penang, Sabah, or Johor, right? Uh, they have friends in different race. So, you know, right? Let's talk about. Uh, yeah, I, I just want to say that actually, it was only when I went to Australia that, uh, because of I, I joined the Malaysian society and all. Why? <laughs> Why? What happened to your allegiance of your nationality? Uh, Are you not proud to be Singaporean? Okay, I, I'm going to be very open here. Like, I felt that the Singaporeans in the Singaporean society over there had some issues. You know, like, <laughs> I, 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 I didn't want to get along with them, or neither do I want to get involved in their clique. So I felt that the Malaysian society people, people from Malaysia, they were more friendly, more accepting, and I felt more comfortable. Yeah, so that's it. I joined them. Correct. <laughs> but yeah, when I was there, I interacted with like Malays like, like Malays from Malaysia then actually they are very friendly and then yeah. it was I was actually quite shocked to see like um so, like some some of them right like the Malaysian Chinese and then the Malay Malaysian Malays right yeah actually actually like some of them are best friends here so I was like what wow, this is very new to me because it's new for me I, too. yeah I re- I never <laughs> ever see like uh you know, a Chinese telling me that well, my best friend is a is someone of a different race. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Yeah, it was very refreshing. I felt like, well, it's quite wholesome. Yeah. yeah, I know who we are talking to about. Yeah, I know, right? Like... <laughs> okay, then my next question to you too with this, will you guys be alright with marrying someone from different race? <laughs> Both of you. Both of you. Not regardless of what your parents think. I, I, I go first, I go first. Okay, okay. Yeah. 
Um, so I'm excluding my racial preference. Huh? Mm. Yeah. So religious be all right. No, no. Okay, okay. Then re- religious is a separate thing because. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'm, understand. So, I'll, I'll just give a rate. Um, I'll just give a hypothetical example. Uh, okay, let's say, let's say, uh, yeah, like someone that is a Caucasian or white, right? I, mm-hmm. I think I would be, I think my parents would be okay with it as long as I'm like the person and the person has a good oh, character. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Come on, we are living <laughs> in the 21st century. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Sorry. Now you, now you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, what if it's others? race then yeah what about indians okay yeah so excluding my racial preference as well as religious why do you have a racial preference that's my point why do you have a racial preference why remember i share you a video about this yeah one. i i, I was reminded I, i'm reminded of this eh? i'm reminded of the video that uh yeah. Kai shared. i think like um, dude, I, I to, yeah. to me having a racial preference is as is equal to like you liking a certain kind of face. Yeah. It's it's oh, nothing like, la, it's, it's just a type preference. Yeah, it's just a type, yeah. To me it's like that. Is it? To me it's the same. Yeah. yeah. But to some people it's not. I don't know why. And they can't really seem to explain they think it's different. Right. Yeah. I think it's it's okay to have like certain preferences. Like if I prefer someone with a better brows, am I discriminating the one with a bad brows? And like, is it unfair or is it? No, but okay. So I think. I think why I I'm not saying that you guys are wrong. Okay? I'm just saying I'm just giving my own opinion. But I think I think the difference is the fact that those two are different in the sense that one is subjective and one is objective. Race, right, is a fact. You are Chinese, you are Chinese. But in terms of having a good brow, right? To one person, that guy might have a good brow. But then to another person, that's not a good brow. So race So it's a bit different. Race could be like that also, like Huh? Why? <laughs> As in... Race is... I'm, I'm just saying that race is... So... If you're Chinese, right? To me, you're Chinese. Malaysian Chinese. To someone else, you're still Malaysian Chinese. That fact doesn't change. Yeah. But if it's about face, right? You, you're saying that, like... uh, Similar to having, like, a... Preference, uh, like... For example, you prefer, like... Ji Xiang prefer Xiao Mei Mei, lah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Continue, continue. <laughs> yeah, but... But a girl, there might be some way to Xiang, might not be some way to uh, save example another person. Yeah, that's my point. So when you have this thought, right, then yeah. in the root of your, deep in your heart, you have the preference of which one is a good race, which one is not a good race. Okay, okay, okay. Then then ask you, uh, ask you if some mm. people have age preference, right? Is that, because age is also a very objective thing. Yeah. Yeah, then how? Then it's like you're you're mm, age, that's are you interesting. Ages? That's interesting. Are you ages? Are you discriminating? That's interesting. That, that's that's actually an interesting point. That's actually an interesting point. I know the thing is I'm not saying that you guys are wrong. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Like, this is yeah. a discussion or yeah. 
Don't yeah. worry. I just, I just, I just like how you bring about ages. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, I think it's the same. Cause age. Yeah, so I think it's okay. Affect. Yeah. Hmm. Well, so some some people <laughs> like people that are much older than them. Yeah, it's just how it is, like. So, yeah, lor. I I think if we want to talk about this, right, we have to firstly we have to take out the the religious aspect that some race might have. Somewhat. Some race might have because, I I, hmm. I think religion. Let's let's not talk about religion. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No worries. That's that's fine. Yeah. So I I think okay. So if we separate the religion from the race, right? Excluding my racial preference, then I'm okay with uh, other races. Yeah. Oh yeah, fine. How about how about Kai? Um, <laughs> like, do we? Do I even have a choice? Huh? What do you mean? Do you have yeah. a choice? What, what do you mean, bro? <laughs> what, what do you mean? <laughs> choice? Who yes, you have a choice. Hey, who's forcing you? No, as in who's forcing you? Arrange marriage. Like, if I say, oh, I actually don't like Malaysian Chinese, then. All the Malaysian Chinese be like, we never say we like you. Get what I mean? Oh. Right? No, as in just being, just being like, will you, will you imagine being able to marry an Indian guy, for example? Um, uh, I actually never thought about this before. Interesting. Interesting, interesting. Actually, actually, okay, I think I want to make another point. I feel like... Uh, Actually, so like your your this kind of preferences, right? It's very strongly influenced by your upbringing, also. Yeah, it's definitely uh, Um. What do you mean? What do I mean? <laughs> I want to say some things, but I don't think it's very appropriate, uh, but... <laughs> No, I'm just confused. For example, cause okay, I mean you mentioned upbringing. I mean obviously, like not not what your parents say is everything, but. For example, my parents, not my parents, my dad, is very conservative guy. He would talk about the family line. He would talk about the, the purity of the blood. He would talk about oh, nonsense okay. like that. Oh, wow. Yeah, he would talk nonsense. He, he talks nonsense like that. But he's still my dad. I love him, okay? But my point is, he tells me this kind of thing, but I have never dated a Korean girl in my life. <laughs> so wait, he, when you say purity, he's referring to like, like Korean pure girl, Korean. Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 but I have never dated a Korean girl. Like, I don't care what he says. Like, that's my upbringing, but I don't really care. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, even though he talks to you about all this, that did he ever explicitly yeah. say that, you know, like, maintain the purity of our bloodline or something? <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, not just my dad. Like, when I go for like Lunar New Year gathering, like even suddenly my. My dad's brother, like uncle, my uncle recently say about, oh, I should, uh, you know, I should wow. marry a Korean wow. because she should be able to talk to her in Korean. I'm like, what? Wait, why does, why do you have to communicate to my wife, <laughs> my hypothetical <laughs> wife, in the first place, right? I'm, I'm just confused. But yes, this is kind of upbringing that I had, but I just do not see the point because I mean, like. I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not being against my own people. Like, I'm not saying that I will never yeah, be. Okay, yeah. I'm not saying that. If I like a Korean girl, I would like one. But, but that's not just, a consideration for you. Like, it's not like a deal breaker. You yeah, know? Yeah. 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 I mean, like, race-wise, like, 
that's the last thing I would care about, <laughs> to be honest. Like religion, I think even religion, right? For me, as long as you don't touch up my religion, I'm fine. Like you can be whatever religion, you can believe in yeah. whatever faith. Yeah. Okay. But just don't touch my religion, please. Okay. Just leave me alone. Yeah, then then I should be fine. Like, yeah. Then what if she wanna like the Chinese? Like if she's a Chinese or Chinese? Yeah, Chinese. Then, yeah. then she wanted to have a, like a traditional Chinese marriage. Well, then it's very simple for me. Then we should do it twice. Oh, okay. One in Korean oh, and one in okay, Chinese. Okay. Oh, wow. make it fair. Yeah, very simple for me. I have a very simple solution to that. Oh, I remember I used to and think... If you cannot. Um, mm. If I I can't really date someone different race because I will have different cultural background. But then mm. in the videos that I shared to Jax, that girl say, right, if you have like a... You're making assumption that this person can't have a same culture with you or you can't match the culture with them. Yeah. So I'm making the assumption. Is it wrong to make the assumption? I'm, I'm not sure. But people will judge you for making the assumption, right? I mean, it's, I mean like, you have like stereotypes. Like, I can't deny that. Like, for yeah. example, if I meet like a... If I meet like a... Christian female, I might be like thinking like, okay, if I like this person, will she force me to become Christian? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I have this kind of stereotypes. I'm not saying that it's true, but I will have a stereotype. Yes. Until I really know that person. Yeah, exactly. So not, yes. So everyone's different. Yeah, yeah. I'm not like ex- totally shut down a different race. I just have assumption that mm. I might not date this person because we will have different culture. But okay, I think si- similar to like Daniel, right? Um, yeah. my my parents did say before, uh, you know, best is a Singaporean. Yeah. Wow. Oh, not what we Cantonese ah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not joking. I thought must be Cantonese Singaporean. So so you know that if you say if if you have if you already state the first condition of like best a Singaporean. It's very hard to fulfill the second condition. Like you just it's hard to have like oh, both. Why, why like. Uh it's hard, but it's not. So Daniel, among the Singaporeans you know, how many know how yeah. to speak Cantonese? No, I think not don't have to know how to speak Cantonese are like Understand. Background, uh, Cantonese, oh, like, background, like, background. Background. Yeah, background. Background. Like, yeah. Cantonese are like, hmm, the ancestry group. Like. Yeah. No, no, no. We, we, we are not that traditional. Your... <laughs> we, are not, yeah. we are not so crazy. Because like, I just checked in uh, Chinese dialect, about 400,000 people <laughs> in Singaporeans identify themselves as Cantonese. Dude, where are you? It's the third, it's the third most dialect after Hokkien, Teochew, and then Cantonese. Yes. I'm a bit curious where your statistics from. <laughs> but okay. Okay. No, I've, uh... I'm not. I have a, Please Google. Google is your best friend. I've probably like a two hundred k, uh, population that I can choose from, assuming one to one, male to female. Yeah. So my statistic is from Singapore Department of Statistics. Okay. <laughs> okay. It is from the government, from the government. Eh? <laughs> you can trust the government. Yeah. Eh? The the government is our big brother in Singapore. 
Oh, careful, Jisang. <laughs> I, I want to be able to talk to you. <laughs> uh, I... Yeah, but yeah, so I, I thought you had to be a Cantonese girl, so I just thought, you know. Hmm. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, it's a bit extreme. Because, okay, I, I can understand if, like you say, if, if they say it's like Cantonese so that uh, can can converse more comfortably mm. la. but if you just say like just to maintain the purity of what bloodline all this all this to me is pretty bullshit la. <laughs> oh I, I, in fact right why you why 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 i respect that i, I totally <laughs> respect like the purity of bloodline okay but i but from a bio respect. bio standpoint right from a bio standpoint if you introduce oh. like uh, different kind of genes, right? Then you can have evolution. You get smarter. Uh, you, it's possibly you have a smarter offspring. Isn't that better? Yeah. <laughs> no, I never even think about that. I just think it's a very traditional way. Uh. It's something that's no longer relevant to this world. That's why I then released to my dad. Mm, you tell him. But I wonder, because uh, I, 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 no, I never done that. Uh, but, but now I really wonder because... Like, I'm not like you guys. I've never dated my own people. Same lah. Come on. Wait, no, Chisang. Oh, sorry, yeah. sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. I, as in, I thought you naturally identify yourself as. Um, yeah, oh so my sorry. god! <laughs> wow, what is that, man? That's. The... <laughs> oh yeah. Right. I mean. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can like, say so lah. Sense... I, 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 do agree with you. I, I don't really identify myself as like uh, yeah. Yeah, but. No lah, as in my point was that Cantonese are, you guys are still Cantonese. <laughs> speaking people. So you guys have something in common. But for me, like, my exes, like, none of them are Korean. Yeah, very different. So, yeah, but I mean, like, so, I just find it, like, hmm, I just wonder, like, I just wonder. Like, it's a mystery for me that I don't think I'll ever understand. Actually, I feel that, why, why just now I say that upbringing matters a lot is because um, like from young, I yeah, I've been told certain things uh, that's not very, that's not in the heart of racial harmony. Uh. So, I I, I mm. guess you know like uh, very hard to break out of certain stereotypes and have like certain preconceived notions of uh, different racial groups. Uh. That's why mm. I have a stronger preference towards like Chinese actually. Yeah. So I think the upbringing matters a lot because I do see like if you look at Western societies, right? You it's more common to mm. find interracial marriages, right? Yeah. And I think that's because their society is more open and then they value the individuality of everybody. Yeah. So mm. I think they are able to accept the uh, partner of different ways. Yeah. I think let's let's give a conclusion here. Can you give us a uh, oh, that's the MC. Yeah. The MC, so man. The conclusion is about retirement or your education system or your <laughs> everything. everything. Okay, your overall. So, hey, dude. Hey, guys. That's why I emphasize the importance of having a structure. It's right. Have a structure. <laughs> it's like all over the place, but it's fine. Yeah, but, I think that was quite a I think that's, good talk actually. I think that's the whole point. I like. It's like it's, we don't we don't restrict ourselves to a certain structure. Yeah. We, we cover so many topics. Yeah. Yeah. It makes it interesting. Okay. 
thanks for listening to uh, our first yeah, episode like, of yeah, Common Room. Okay. If you stay to the end, blah blah blah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just okay. And if you are Chi Xiang's ex, please give a thumbs up. <laughs> or Chi Xiang misses you guys. If you are Daniel's ex, please remember to give a thumbs up <laughs> and follow our podcast. Okay. <laughs> nice.